Friends, 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 welcome back to episode 28 of the Love Your People Well podcast. We are talking today about how we plan out our time, what your daily schedule looks like, what your family routine looks like, how do you map out your time? Specifically, how do you map it out in a way where you prioritize the people and the relationships above the tasks, above the to-do list? I think we all know this in our head that the people are more important than the to-do list items, and yet somehow our schedules so easily get filled up with the stuff. And sometimes that means we miss out on time with the people. We miss out on the activities or the quality time to spend building those relationships that actually are the most important part of our life. So we're going to talk today about how we can arrange our time so that we're prioritizing the people, we're prioritizing the relationships, and we're still getting the required tasks done. We're not ignoring the to-do list. We're just adding it into the schedule in a healthy and appropriate way. That is what we are talking about today. And before we dive into all that, I want to encourage you, if you have not yet listened to the last episode, episode 27, we talked about mom guilt and how to find me time in your schedule without dealing with the mom guilt. And I really hope you will listen to that episode before we go into the conversation today about how to organize our time and fill our schedule purposefully, because it is really important as we do that, that one of the relationships you are prioritizing is your own mental health, your relationship with yourself. We want you to be emotionally healthy, We want you to be at peace with yourself and your decisions. We want you to experience joy and purpose throughout your day. And so that will be a part of our conversation today. And if you've struggled with mom guilt, if you struggle to find time for yourself, maybe even with the idea of taking time for yourself, you will definitely want to listen to episode 27 first. So my friend, as we dive into this topic, let me encourage you before we even go into what our daily routine looks like, let me encourage you to sign up for the five tools every busy mom needs to move her family from autopilot to intimacy. Because when our schedule is full, if you were at a place today where you feel like, yeah, I get my to-do list done, at least part of it, but I feel like I never have time for my kids, I don't I don't have date night with my husband. We we talk, but we only talk about the calendar, the schedule. We talk about work. We talk about the chores, but we don't just connect. I'm not really enjoying my time with my people. If that is you, then we want to change that, my friend, and we want to change it as quickly as possible. And so the five tools every busy mom needs, that is a free five-day email course where in less than 10 minutes a day, in under a week, You will learn five tools that help you change where your family is at right away, that helps you figure out what is going on, how did we get here, and how do we get out of the rut and reconnect as a family. And so that link is in the show notes, five tools every busy mom needs to move her family from autopilot to intimacy, the Relationship Reset free five-day email course. If you feel like you're stuck in a rut with your people, I hope that you will sign up so that you can move out of that zone and reconnect, find and build intimacy with your people. So those tools will be helpful 
regardless of what your daily calendar, your daily schedule looks like, but that is the topic we're going to dig into in today's episode. Okay, friend, get comfortable, pop in those earbuds, start the water for washing the dishes, pull the laundry out of the dryer, whatever chore it is you need to get done while you're listening. Let's get it ready and let's get started. Welcome to the Love Your People Well podcast, where we help women grow godly relationships, grateful hearts, and grace-filled lives. I'm Jess, and I'm a marriage and family therapist, a Christian, a wife, a mom, and I believe that God creates us for relationships, relationship with Him and with each other. So if you're looking to love God well, to love yourself, your family, and those around you well, you're in the right place. Stick around, friend, and let's get started. All right, friend, I hope that you are ready to geek out with me over time management strategies. I love a good routine. I love having a schedule to follow. You know, when you have that to-do list and you can cross things off it, that is a great feeling. For me, I know that that's not a priority for everyone, but that is something that I enjoy. And so you're definitely going to hear that come out today. Just go with it. Geek out with me or laugh with me, whatever is best for you. But that's what we're going to talk about today is how do we use our time purposefully and intentionally so that we are loving our people well and still getting stuff done and keeping that balance, that priority. People are more important than tasks. Even though I love a good to-do list, I love crossing things off that list, that is not actually the top priority of my life. That is not what I want to take precedence in my daily schedule. So that's what we're talking about today. And let me start off with a quick disclaimer, because I am a licensed therapist, but this podcast, this episode, all the resources from Love Your People Well LLC are not personal or professional advice. This is not a counseling relationship. This is educational and informational and hopefully helpful, but it is not a professional counseling relationship. There is a link in the show notes about professional counseling if that is something you've thought about um, for this season of life. So let's think together before we dig into um, a three-step process that I use that helps me prioritize people over the tasks and yet still get the tasks done. We're not just ignoring the to-do list. Before we talk through those three steps that I use every day, every week, as I'm kind of mapping out what my time is going to look like, I want to make sure that we are on the same page about this prioritization. Because if you, uh, I guess I would say, because I see people fall into one into ditches. So the one ditch is something that I sometimes struggle with. I love getting things done. I love having a good schedule, a good routine. And sometimes that means I wind up being more task oriented instead of relationship oriented. And that's just a personality thing. That's not a problem, but it is something I need to be intentional about. If that's you, this conversation will definitely be helpful. The other ditch that I see people fall into, and and this probably comes out in the counseling room most frequently um, when people are struggling with how they use their time. Sometimes when we're struggling in a relationship, um, maybe we're feeling really disconnected from our husband, our, our marriage is not great, we're having conflict, we're not really on the same page. Sometimes we react by pouring our time and energy into a different part of our life. We do that because 
that makes us feel more successful. If we feel stuck with our husband, we don't know what to say, we don't know what to do, we want it to change, but we're not really sure how to make that happen. We can feel more successful by pouring that time and energy into our kids or our job or even our spiritual growth or our volunteer time at church. And we wind up taking the energy that really should go to our marriage and we start giving it in other places because that's where we feel more appreciated or more successful. We don't feel stuck there. And it's not a good feeling to pour our time and energy into a place or a relationship where we don't feel like that's going in the direction that we want. So if that is the ditch, my friend, that you find yourself falling into, that's a place where I would encourage you to check out the link I mentioned in the show notes, um, loveyourpeoplewell.com forward slash counseling. That page will help you think through Would couples counseling be helpful? Would family counseling be helpful in this season of life? But even beyond thinking about professional therapy, if you find yourself leaning toward tasks, toward keeping the house spotless or whatever your to-do list might be, because one of your relationships is struggling, I would encourage you to seek out resources or people who can help you with that. That might be professional counseling check out the website if, um, if that's something you're thinking about. But we also do have free resources right here from Love Your People Well that might help you out with that. I'm particularly thinking about our conflict resolution checklist, a free resource. I'll put the link in the show notes. That might help provide a little bit of relief in a relationship where you're struggling, as well as our free five-day email course, which will give you the five tools every busy mom needs to move her family from autopilot to intimacy. Because it might be that you're struggling in your marriage, or it might be a relationship with one of your kids, or even with your own mental health. You just, you maybe don't feel very confident, your self-worth is really low, you're questioning who you are, you're questioning your purpose. And so instead of spending time dealing with that, thinking about that, praying about that, you fill your time with all sorts of great things and you just try to avoid this uncomfortable feeling in your own soul. So it might be your marriage. It might be with your kids. It might be with yourself. It could be any number of things. If you find yourself struggling in a relationship and that is getting in the way of of pouring time and energy and prioritization into those relationships, my friend, that's something that you want to address. And so we have that ditch of just, I love the to-do list. I like getting stuff done. And I wind up spending my time there instead of with my people. But we also have the ditch of, I really want to spend time with my people, but we're struggling. We're not happy. We're not comfortable. I don't know how to spend time with them well. And if that is you, You can organize your time effectively, but you're going to want to have some resources that are going to help you reconnect or address whatever is getting in the way of that relationship. So I wanted to make sure to have that out in front as we start this conversation about how to manage our time and set up our daily routine so that we are prioritizing people above tasks. So let me share the three-step process that I use personally in my own life to help me make sure I am prioritizing my people above tasks, to make sure that the things that are most important to me are what wind up 
actually filling my time, not just my goals and my hopes and gosh, I would love to do that, but I'm actually making sure there is time to do the things that are going to bless and strengthen my relationships. And uh, well, let me just insert here. Um, If you've listened to some of the recent episodes, I've mentioned that I've kind of recommitted to using my planner, the Hope Planner. I love this particular planner because um, it's pretty open with how you can schedule your time. They have a daily and a weekly version. I use the weekly version. So it's pretty open with how you can kind of schedule out, map out your week. And it purposefully is designed so that you prioritize Bible time and prayer time. It has a lot of prompts throughout the, the weekly journal or the weekly planner, sorry. Uh, it has a lot of prompts around, you know, what scripture are you memorizing? Who are you praying for? Okay, reminder, don't forget to pray for that person. And that's that's really helpful for me at this season of life. And so when I talk about how I use these three steps to map out my time, that is the planner that I that I have kind of pictured in my mind because that's how I'm organizing my time. Um, there is a link in the show notes if you're interested in the Hope Planner. Um, I, I totally recommend it. I think it's wonderful. But this will work with however it is that you organize your time, whether that's a a digital calendar. I use that too. (laughs) I just sync them every week. Uh, But digital or written or it's just the whiteboard in the kitchen, whatever it is that works for you, um, these three steps are going to be the same. But that's kind of the visual that I have in mind is my planner (laughs) and how I map out my time. But the first step you're going to want to take, and I do this on a weekly basis, Uh, I'd like to say it's on Sunday nights. Sometimes it's Friday, sometimes it's Monday. I mean, it depends. But I I always try to start my week by thinking about and identifying what are the opportunities that I have this week to connect with my people. So maybe there's a community Bible study event. I want to prioritize that. That's a good opportunity, not only to grow spiritually, but to have some time away from the kids, to connect with my friends. And so that's that's going to be an item on that list. One of the opportunities this week that I have is to go to community Bible study. Um, it might be that there's no big family activities on Thursday night, and I know my mom is in town, and so, hey, that might be a great opportunity for a date night. And so just kind of looking at what's what's on the calendar, what opportunities are there, and identifying what opportunities already exist where I can use that to connect with my people. And then I put that on the planner. <laughs> I said the Hope Planner, you know, it's, it's pretty open with what the week looks like. And so I'll put it in there Thursday night in the bottom, you know, so I know it's in the evening, date night. And if there's a to-do step there, like I need to confirm with my mom that she can come over and babysit the kids, then I'll put that in the notes section, the to-do section. Um, So I'm writing down what is the activity where I'm going to be able to prioritize the people, the relationships, and if there are tasks that need to happen so that that activity can happen, then I will plug that in uh, whenever, you know, of course, makes sense that has to happen before Thursday. I have to call my mom, make sure that she can babysit the kids. So first step, find the opportunities that are already coming up this week where you can invest in your relationships and put that on the schedule. So now you're starting your week with whatever those first few items are that are going to pour into your relationships. It's the first thing that winds up on the calendar. 
And this might be a once a week thing like, a oh, we can have date night on Thursday, or it might be a daily opportunity. Drop the kids off at school at eight o'clock and your toddler is still in the back seat and you've got 20 minutes on your drive home. That might be a 20 minutes every day where you can connect, you can sing silly songs or practice their vocabulary or whatever it is while you're driving home. And so it might be a daily opportunity or it might be weekly opportunity, whatever it is, identify it and write it on the calendar so that it is an appointment that's going to happen. Step number two, what I do then is I write out my to-do list, um, basically like a giant brain dump. What are all the things that I want to get done? Um, and that that's my task list usually. These are, you know, I want to clean the bathroom. I need to drop off this box at the donation center, whatever the items are. And then I go back through that list and I star any items on that list that are, would help one of my relationships. Something... Um, that's going to either be, I can include the kids in it. Like some of my chores nowadays, they're almost two. They love to like get a rag and clean the floor with me. Now, are they helpful? No, of course they're not helpful. <laughs> they're not even two, but that's something we can do together. And so I might star those items of like, okay, I really need to mop this week. The kids can kind of help me with that. We can do that together. And so that might get a star, whereas cleaning the bathroom does not because you know, I don't want them around the toilet cleaner or whatever. Um, so you have your to-do list and you're prioritizing. These are the items where I can do it with someone or it's going to invest in a relationship. I'm helping out my husband by, um, you know, picking up his dry cleaning or whatever it might be. Anything on the to-do list that is leaning into a relationship is what I prioritize next. And that's often um, where in, in my planner, it's, you know, it's pretty flexible during the week. There's not like time slots, 8 a.m., 9 a.m., 10 a.m. It's just an open chunk for the day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And so I will jot down, um, you know, on Monday, chores, and I might list out, I really want to prioritize mopping because the kids can do that with me. We don't have anything else going on on Monday. That's a great opportunity to kind of connect and laugh and play music together. And so as I'm writing out that to-do list, it's getting on my calendar, with the priority being on the things that are going to either help someone else, allow for time together, or some sort of investment in the relationship. And then step number three, and again, this is just my system right now for how I make sure my time is prioritizing people above tasks. The third step, I review that to-do list. <laughs> um, well, I guess this is maybe step two, part, part B. <laughs> so I'll review that to-do list and add any items that might have a big consequence or impact if they're not done. Um, so like like cleaning the bathroom, if we have company coming over on Saturday, I, I don't know about you, but I would prefer to have a clean bathroom when they come. And so I might prioritize that. Uh, that is kind of pouring into that friendship. I'm prioritizing them by making sure if they use my bathroom, it's not disgusting. <laughs> Um, but that that's an example of something where, okay, if once I've narrowed in on the to-do list items that help a relationship, now I want to narrow down to what are the items where someone's going to notice or there's going to be a problem if I don't get that to-do item done. So I wind up then with my calendar having what are the big opportunities this week that are relationship focused? Those are priorities. What are my to-do items for any day of the week, or maybe it's just general happens sometime this week, 
that are organized according to starting with the items that are going to pour into the people and bless those relationships. And then the third step that I take every week is try to identify questions that I want to ask people or um, connection points that I want to to make with people and I will jot that into my planner and this is where I particularly love the hope planner because it has that section built in about remember to pray for and it has a fill in the blank and so that's that might be a place um, like on the weeks when my husband has a big thing going on at work I'll put that in there so I'm remembering I want to pray for him every day about this going on. And if I'm praying for him, I'm thinking about it, I'm looking at it every day, then I'm going to remember to ask him on Thursday at date night or whatever it is, I'm going to ask him, hey, how did that go? Tell me about it. Give me the update. And so I'm writing into my schedule, when are the, the times to follow up with someone or the questions that I want to ask people. Sometimes with my kids, I'll have like a daily question. Every day I want to ask them about, of course, they're not even two yet, but you know, they love to read. So every day I want to make sure I have time to sit down and read with them. Read one of their books. They could read it five times in a row. That's fine. They love it. We're cuddling. It's great. That's not a to-do list item. That's not like a an appointment that I would schedule with them. But that is something that on some weeks when I have really felt like, gosh, I'm just not connecting with my kids right now. I want time that's uninterrupted, not distracted, focusing on them. I'll put that on the schedule. On Tuesday, we're going to have reading time. We're going to be very intentional about it. And I'm going to connect with my kids. And those are my three steps. Every week, I sit down and I pull out my hope planner And I I pray about it and I map out, number one, what opportunities or events are coming up where I can invest in relationships. And that takes first priority of getting onto my schedule. Second step, I write out that to-do list and then I star the items that are going to invest in a relationship or help someone else out, help a relationship grow. That gets scheduled next. And then any items where there might be a big consequence, some negative fallout, if I don't get it done, okay, that gets on the list next. And then number three, I identify prayer requests or specific things going on that I want to ask about, I want to follow up on. Basically, that gets added to my to-do list so that the to-do list is not just mop the floor and clean the bathroom. It's also pray for my husband and this big work opportunity that he has and then ask about it make sure I follow up and so having that as part of my schedule really helps me make sure I'm not losing track of my people because my life is so busy and the to-do list is so long that does that mean I get everything done on the to-do list every week no definitely not but you know that probably wouldn't happen anyway but it does mean that at the end of the week I can look back and say I connected with my people. And that is the priority. That's why we're here. We're not here to get a thousand things done every day. We're not here to get our inbox, our email inbox down to zero. We are here to connect with people, to pour into relationships. And so I would encourage you try out this three-step process. Use your time purposefully to invest in people more than tasks. And I mentioned in the intro to this episode um, that scheduling in there me time, time for yourself, 
time with the Lord, like this is not just about your husband and your kids and your friends. Make sure that on that schedule, there is time to be in God's word. There's time set aside for prayer and make sure that there's time set aside for you because self-care is important and it is going to make an impact on your family relationships if you are or are not taking care of yourself. So my friend, I would love to see a picture of what your schedule looks like for the week um, on my Instagram. It's at Love Your People Well. I'm going to be posting some pictures this week of how I'm using my planner, what that looks like, what are my um, people-oriented <laughs> schedules looking like, and I would love to see pictures of yours. I would love to know how you are prioritizing your people this week. Um, post it online, tag me. I love your people well. I would love to see that and be able to pray for you and encourage you and have fun investing in our people. All right, my friends, subscribe to the podcast if you haven't done that yet. And you know what? Leave a written review. That would be so encouraging for me, so helpful. And again, the links are in the show notes if you want any of the resources that I mentioned today. I hope that you will intentionally prioritize your people this week. And I would love to know how you do it. All right. Hugs and blessings. Talk to you soon. Hey friend, before you go, if this episode was helpful or encouraging for you, head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave a written review. It not only encourages me, it helps other women connect with this community. And you know what else? You have a chance right now to love your friends well copy the link to this episode and send it in a text to someone who you know needs to hear today's conversation. Or just take a screenshot, post it in your Instagram stories, and tag me at loveyourpeoplewell.